yeah, we're live. You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back. Wow, that's loud. To huddle up a football podcast. I'm Tony, joined by Corey. As always, welcome back, Corey. What's going on? Um, we're gonna take a break. We've been doing divisional deep dives. Daniel is out today, and he's out next week also. But we'll worry about that next week. We're gonna take a break from divisional deep dives. I think we're about through with every division in the league. I was thinking we have the AFC West for sure, the NFC North. But I think we're starting to run really low on those. And so while we had Corey, just me and Corey, I wanted to get back to our roots. Corey and I used to do a segment called Best Bets of the Week together. And then when Daniel came in, it kind of morphed. We did some fantasy football stuff with him. And then it became Corey and Daniel battling each, each season for shots at the end of the year. But this is really Corey's segment. So I wanted to, let's take the opportunity and let Corey kick off the Best Bets of the Week. Any news before we get started here? Anything we want to talk about? I mean, Dan Snyder's dodging Congress, Deshaun Watson's. I mean, we can get that stuff everywhere else, right? Yeah, we don't need to talk about it. Everybody knows. Okay, let's just get to the best bets of the week. Best bets of the week. So really early future bets. <clears throat> the first one that kind of really jumped out to me, Ryan Tannehill to be the starter for the Tennessee Titans. You can bet on this. <laughs> Ryan's, That's crazy, yeah. That Which blew, is wild. It blew on, my mind. You're on DraftKings, and I use FanDuel, and I that's they don't have anything like this, so that's interesting. We kind of put it here because it's almost silly, right? Like, obviously, it's going to be Ryan Tannehill, but... It seems silly. And so this is my question to you. Let's talk about the odds. For anybody who's listening that's maybe not a savvy better, and I'm not, right? Like, I look at these things and I go with my gut and I know that a plus number means I'm making more money than I bet. And I know a minus money minus number means I get more money, less money back than I bet in originally. I'm not, I mean, my winnings are less than my original wager. Anyway, will you take, will you explain that? Because you can explain that better than me. Here's the, here's the line for Ryan Tannehill to be the starter in Tennessee. It's minus 1400 for Malik Willis to be the starter. It's plus 650. So what does that mean? And is that a good bet? Would you take that bet? So with the odds first, minus 1,400, I guess the simplest way to, you know, explain it would be you'd have to bet $1,400 to win $100. To, uh, if you picked Ryan Tannehill, he's the heavy favorite here. So you put a lot on the line, but you don't win a lot. But that's why he's the favorite because he's, he's probably going to be the starter most likely. Like, Barring injury or something, he's the starter. Malik Willis at plus six fifty. If you bet a hundred dollars on Malik Willis, you win six hundred and fifty dollars. So uh, you, you bet less money and you win a lot more. But it's very unlikely that he's going to be the starter, which is the reason for those odds. Um, looking at the situation here, I mean, it's pretty obvious Tannehill's going to be the starter. It's kind of silly that we put it here, but it's worth talking about. I mean, you know. Training camp comes around, injuries happen. You know, what if Ryan Tannehill goes down with an injury and he just doesn't start week one? 
you know, he could roll an ankle, you know, the week before the season starts and maybe he just doesn't start week one, but then he starts week two. So there is, you know, a little something there. I think the odds are here because there's probably people who think Malik Willis can earn the starting job, which is not going to happen. He was a third round pick. If they were that high on him, he would have been picked before. But we've seen guys like Russell Wilson, you know, perform well in the preseason actually get that done so it's not out of the realm of possibility is it going to happen probably not um but when you consider the fact that you know there have been players that have done this before and won the starting job and the injury factor you know if you've got the extra cash laying around you know why not throw some down on malik wills who did russell wilson supplant who was the quarterback ahead of him his rookie year uh matt flynn because matt flynn came in and played two or three games for the Packers uh, performed really well, got a big contract from Seattle in the same year they drafted Russell Wilson and Wilson beat him out for the starting job. And he's been the starter ever since. Okay. So, but, you know, that's even then that's a unique scenario. Like yeah. Wilson performed so well that it was obvious he was a better player. And it was so obvious that he still is the better player. Like, it's it's very rare that's that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think we ever heard Matt Flynn's name ever again. Is that right? Like he just disappeared. Pretty much, yeah. I think he hopped around a little bit after that, but I don't think he's in the league anymore. Yeah, not that I'm aware of. So, would you bet on Ryan Tannehill at minus fourteen hundred? I'd it- leave it alone. I would leave it alone personally. Um, just the odds aren't there. I mean. At face value, it's a guarantee. You could say, hey, I, I win something, right? If I bet 14 bucks, at least I win a dollar, right? Um, but it, he's probably, you know, if something crazy were to happen, you just threw away uh, 14 bucks. And for me, it's not worth it. But, hey, if you're really high on Malik Willis, you think it could happen, go for it. Okay. So let's move on. Now that we've gone over that extreme, let's get to one that makes a little more sense. The Falcons week one starter. I think the Falcons quarterback competitions a little bit more legitimate Mariota's minus 500 first year in the system Ritter is plus 350 also the first year in the system take that and run with it what do you think will happen uh it's an interesting one I mean these guys are pretty close on skill level they're both fairly mobile uh, neither of them are going to blow away, blow you away with their speed. Similar skill sets, really. Um, it's going to be a situation where Ritter's going to have to pop. I think the experience of Mariota is going to, you know, end up showing out in camp, and he's going to be the starter. And he's got much more favorable favorable odds than Tannehill at minus five hundred. So you just got to bet five bucks to win a dollar or five hundred to win a hundred. Um, so you know, this is something where you know. If you see free money here with Mariota, definitely throw the money down on him. Um, as you know, for Ritter, I, I don't really like the bet there because it's pretty unlikely that he's going to start. It's probably going to be Mariota, but with Mario Mariota at minus five hundred, I think if you had to bet on this, I'd be taking Mariota at minus five hundred. Um, bet a dollar, you win twenty cents. You know, that's twenty percent uh, increase there. So why not? So is this another bet you're not touching anyway? Like you wouldn't personally take this bet. I wouldn't personally take it. Yeah, I'm looking for more like 50-50 odds around plus 100, something that's more of a guarantee. Um, I personally, I'm not a big fan of the parlays and making the odds real long, you know. Oh, there's a question. Yeah. What if we parlayed Tannehill minus 1,400 with Mariota minus 500? Just out of curiosity. Like is, 
Like if we start doing things like that, do you become more interested if we get like the incumbents or the veterans? Because be, that, make, that makes it a lot more interesting for sure. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm going to go ahead and do that right now because I agree with you. What I think happens in Atlanta is I feel like, and I don't know if I can find these, um, I don't know if I can find these bets again. DraftKings has so many bets. But what was, it, what was I about to say? Um, I like the idea of parlaying some of these long shot week one, really not that long shots. These surefire. No, here's what I was going to say. Uh, Falcons. Mariota is going to start. And then eventually yeah. the fan base is going to clamor for the rookie because they have nothing else to, to lose. Right? Like the team obviously clearly is going to need more than just a quarterback. And I do feel like at some point throughout the season, unless Mariota shocks us all and the Falcons are winning this division, which they won't be, um, Ritter's going to end up taking over it at some point. So it is really interesting. We'll start. Okay, I've got. I found it. If you have anything to say, go ahead and say it. I'm doing this part. Well, I got. I got DraftKings pulled up. Um, what section did you find these bets in on DraftKings? It's under Player Futures and Starting QB, and they will not let me parlay it. I can't parlay. Really? It. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, that's interesting. That's a bummer. That's right. Yeah, because that's a no-brainer there. If you can throw Carson Wentz, Tannehill, and Mariota all as starters. You've got yourself a fucking surefire bet right there. Not surefire, but... Feels surefire. As surefire as it gets, I suppose. Right, right. Obviously, in any bet you play, something crazy could happen. You could lose. You know, if it was LeBron James versus some high school kid one-on-one, there's always the off chance that, you know, something crazy could happen. Um, But, yeah, if you were able to parlay these, that that would be a game changer. I can't even... Yeah, you can't even see the odds. Yeah. that's unfortunate. If there's a, um, if anybody finds a sports book out there that has these bets and will let you parlay, please let us know. Oh, that would sure. be a good route to go. That'd be incredible. But I've got a hunch. Yeah, they they don't want they don't want people doing that because because it's gonna happen, right? Marcus Mariota, Tannehill, and Carson Wentz are probably all gonna start. I don't think Sam Howell's is gonna beat Carson Wentz out. No, not for week um, one. Not after all that, all that money. No, no. Yeah, after looking, I mean, looking at these two bets, I'd probably leave the Tannehill one alone. Um, if you're just itching to throw some money around, sure, throw some on Mariota. Um, it's probably free money, in my opinion. There you go. You said you like bets that are more 50 50. Mm-hmm. And we've talked, we just recently talked about the AFC East. We did talk about them. We've already covered oh. them, right? Okay, good. Um, I feel like the general consensus was that the Eagles would win that division. Yeah. And Vegas disagrees. I'm trying to pull up all of those bets, but I had the Eagles at plus 165. Yeah. And I and had the Cowboys are plus 135. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Who are you taking of those two? This feels like a bet. So, yeah, we, we talked about it. I think it was last week we talked about it. Um, Philadelphia had a strong last year when they weren't supposed to, and I think we all agree that they've gotten a little bit better and that the Cowboys are always a wild card and are never as good as people expect them to be. Obviously, there's you know a giant fan base around Dallas. They're always going to have a little more hype than uh, what they deserve. So yeah, we like uh, Philadelphia here at plus 165. So if you bet 165 bucks, you win 100. Um, and just for shits and giggles. No, no. If you bet 100, you win 165. I apologize. Yes. If you bet 100, you win 165. So the odds are in your favor. 
you can parlay division winners. So let's say you like Philadelphia here a whole lot. Um, the division right next door, the NFC South, it's Tampa, Saints, Panthers, Falcons. I mean, you've basically got a surefire winner there in the Bucks. If you parlay those, you're at plus 253, so 100 bucks wins you 253 bucks. Um, so you can definitely play around here with some odds. Um, and if you think there's any other division that's locked down, I think that's probably the most favorable. Uh, maybe the AFC East, you throw the Bills in there, you can get it all the way up to plus 410. If you if you can hit on uh, the Bills, the Bucks, and the Eagles all to win their division, uh, 100 bucks wins you 410. So, um, yeah, I, I think we all agree that all the, all the people here on the pod, that the Eagles are a solid, have a solid chance of winning this division. And if we all think they're the favorite and Vegas has them as the number two team, we've got to look at that as value. Um, so I th- yeah, I think that's a good bet there for the Eagles to win uh, NFC East. I saw them as high as plus 200 a couple of days ago. I wish I would have bet it then. Uh, FanDuel on FanDuel, they are still plus two hundred, I believe. Excellent. So if you're gonna, if you like the Eagles and you want to place a bet, do it on FanDuel. Uh, you get a little bit better odds. I love that. Um, and I love the idea of parlaying these. What are your thoughts on parlaying? Do you? So let's say you have a couple of teams that you think will win the division. And before we go on, I said the Eagles were the AFC East. I was wrong. They're the NFC East. So I want to correct that. NFC East, Eagles, that's my pick for the winner. And I will bet that. That's a bet that I'm actually, I am, this is the first bet that I will be making. I typically make three to four um, preseason bets. I've had really good luck with those. Dating back to Alex Smith, comeback player of the year in the middle of his rehab. I think that's when I really started um, getting lucky with these. That's what this is. This is luck. You got to be really observant. You have to have an understanding of what's going on in the environment and make an educated guess at that point. I think it'll work. I do think the Eagles are going to win the division. That's an educated guess. I'm going to make their, their team is just better overall than any other team in that division. The offense is just as potent as Dallas was. I'm making that bet and I won't regret it. But yeah, what are your thoughts about parlaying? So do you bet individually and then parlay? Like how do you decide what you're doing? I mean, generally, I prefer to bet individually. Um, it just depends what you're doing, right? Are you are you are you on the app to have some fun to throw some money around, get your adrenaline going, or do you want to see if you can make some money and beat the system? Because ultimately, you know, the casino. If you if you leave the casino or the sports book w- with a profit, you've won. Um, the odds are. I mean, you're not you're not supposed to win. And I mean, just think about all the people we know that, (laughs) that gamble all the time on, you know, they throw a bunch of parlays together. They're not winning money. Um, they, they might bet a thousand bucks and then they hit a $1,200 parlay or an $800 parlay. And they're like, Holy shit. I I hit an $800 parlay. And you're like, okay, yeah. But how do we get here? Yeah. Show me your wins and losses. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How did we get here? Okay. So I, I personally, I like to, I like to see if I can beat the system. I like to find value. Uh, Like we just talked about the Eagles. Vegas has them as the second choice in the division at plus plus one sixty five. Cowboys are one thirty five. We think the Eagles are the favorite. Go ahead and smash that if that's how you feel. Um, that's so you're, value. So you're not parlaying that is what you're telling me. These are you're just taking one shot at a time. I most of the time, yeah. But like for me, if I the Buccaneers at minus three hundred to win the NFC South, I mean all the, they're playing against. I mean 
the Bucks are a favorite to go to the Super Bowl right now. We just looked. Um, they've got the Saints in the division, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Are, are any of them going to beat them out for the division? Not without catastrophic injury, no. Perfect. So for right here, if I'm betting the Eagles, I might as well just throw the Bucks in there to make my odds better because it'd be something crazy would have to happen for the Bucks not to win their division. But then again, we're still we're still just talking about value, you know. Yeah. We've got a, a little bit of a long shot with the Eagles, and we're throwing in a most likely surefire with the Bucks to make our odds better. That, that's that's when I'm going to do that. There we go. So that was the answer. That's when you parlay is when you have a bet that you like that has good value and you see a slam dunk opportunity that can just increase the odds there. That makes perfect sense. Yep. I'm, I'm ready to move on. Cool. Uh, another team that I like to win the division was the LA Chargers at plus 220. Okay. We haven't done the AFC West yet. Um, I think we're saving that one, honestly. I think it's the best division in football. And I think we've hinted at this before that Kansas City is potentially the most stagnant team in the best division in football. And despite Patrick Mahomes and despite Andy Reid, we'll get into this more. I'm afraid that they've lost footing. I believe that the LA Chargers are now the best team potentially in football. I think, I mean, we can get into that a different day, but I do believe that they're, the, they're going to have the best record in the AFC West at plus 220. I'm taking that bet. Kansas City's at plus 175, by the way. That's uh, that's DraftKings. Thoughts on LA Chargers at plus 220? Um, for you, yeah. If, if you think Chargers are the best in the division, smash that for sure. That's, uh, that's a good opportunity to win some money. Personally, for me, I think Chiefs are still... I guess I don't, I don't think they're the best team in the division, but you got to remember this team, they've, they've won... They've done it year in and year out for the past three, four years. Um, you know, compared to the other teams in the division, they've gone down. They lost Tyreek Hill. And then the D- Denver added um, Russell Wilson. They've gone up. Chargers bulked up their defense. They've gone up. So on paper, you would think the Chiefs are going to slide. But just don't forget that they've got arguably the best quarterback in football and arguably the best coach in football. So um, I think. It's whatever way you lean here on FanDuel. What did you say the odds were for the Chiefs on DraftKings? On DraftKings, the Chiefs are plus 175. Okay. So if you like the Chiefs here to win the division, if you still feel good about them, dude, on DraftKings, they're plus 150 on FanDuel. Um, I would personally probably leave this alone. Um, I don't think, you know, the Broncos come into the mix too. I'm not as high on them, but that is, that is, something that could happen. So for me, there's too many things. There's too many, like there's two other things that could likely happen. Like it's, I could see the Broncos winning the division. I could see the chiefs winning the division. I'm probably not going to bet the chargers to win the division nor the other two teams. So, um, but yeah, if you feel confident about the chargers, then you got value there. Hit it. I, I feel, personally, I'm going to leave it alone. I feel Alex Smith confident about the chargers. I feel, I, I feel don't that, know what that means. I mean, I mean, let's okay. I'll tell you what it means. When Alex Smith was still in crutches with a brace on his leg, I put a hundred dollars that he would be the comeback player of the year, knowing that the man just has to take one snap to be the comeback player of the year. Knowing that I was a crazy person for saying that I will forever remember 
the bar I was, I can tell you, I can go back to the t- chair that I was sitting at in the bar in Broad Ripple when Alex Smith took his first snap against the LA Rams and Aaron Donald draped himself across his back. I'm telling you, I remember it because I knew it. I saw it happening. It was like, it was almost like I made it happen. I don't know if that's, if that's not real. Yeah. Man. But it, I, but it I, feels I, like that, right? Did he win it? Yes, he won it. And I won a bunch of money off that bet. Nice. I'm, I'm putting a hundred bucks on the Chargers winning the division. And I have, wow. that's the only bet of all the things that we have here. That's the one that I can just, I just feel it. I know it's Good. real. I know it's going to happen. I'm putting the money on it. You don't have to do Good. what I do, but that's what's going to happen. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. If you feel good about it, you go ahead and do it. You had mentioned here? you had mentioned Russell Wilson going to Denver, and that's swinging the needle for them. And I agree with you. I don't think that they can win the division. I think they're a playoff team. I don't think they're going to win the division this year. Uh, but the team that he has left, FanDuel, I'm sorry, DraftKings has projected at just five and a half wins. They're saying over five and a half wins. Over five and a half wins pays minus 140. So, yeah, they're just saying just over five and a half wins. I'm going to take the over. Really? I'm going to take the over. It's, um, you talked about 50-50 bets. I feel like it's a 50-50 bet. There's, what, 17 weeks in a season now. And I, I feel like they're going to figure out a solution here at quarterback, and it, it seems a lot like Baker Mayfield. If Baker Mayfield's throwing the ball to DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett, I mean, guys, that's that's good enough. You know, that's good enough in a in a defense that, uh, it's 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 good enough. I I can see them winning more than six games. I, to me, this is the obvious low blow here. I don't know why they're shortcutting them so much. Maybe it's just because they're seeing the team for what it is right now, which obviously we should all do. We can't bet based off things that haven't happened yet. But this team, when's the last time they only won six games? I haven't even looked that up. I'm going to look it up. What are your thoughts? If I were placing this bet, I would take the under. The reason being is the Seahawks are in one of the tougher divisions in the league. You've got Kyler Murray, Matt Stafford, and the 49ers in your division. The 49ers are always competitive. Um I think Trey Lance is probably going to be your starter. Garoppolo still might be in the mix. Regardless, they've proven they can win. Rams, just they're coming off a Super Bowl. They're going to be solid again unless they have some sort of hangover. I say regardless, they'll be competitive. And the Cardinals, I mean, they're they're always a tough team to beat. And then you got, you're got you starting Drew Locke in that division. So you've got the worst quarterback in the division or the worst quarterback situation. Um, so the uh, I guess to put a number on it's hard, but... What's the opposite direction? Uh, what's the payout on the opposite direction? I, I didn't make the note of that. It's going to be real close, but I didn't make that note. Plus, plus something. We'll say it's plus 130. Sure. Um, I like those odds better because then... I, I don't think it was. I, I don't think it was. I think it was like minus 110. I think it was real close oh, there. Oh, there's no way. No, but we just talked about the Colts. We talked about that before the show, is that the Colts were like 10 wins, and it was minus 110 and minus 115 both ways. Yeah, but 140 is a bigger swing. I'm going to look it up, but keep continuing. Right, Go hold ahead. Hold up. Uh, just a lot. St- there's a lot stacked against the Seahawks here. They lost Russell Wilson. I think the offense is going to struggle a little bit. Um, and I just, if you're on your, if I was on my lunch break and just want to place a bet, I'd probably smash that. If you want to dive a little bit deeper, you can go to their schedule. 
Um, of course, you got to play the you know the, the three teams in your division twice. On their schedule, you do have Atlanta, who should be a stinker. Detroit should be a stinker. New Orleans, uh, that's going to be a tough match. Um, The Giants, Carolina, and the Jets. So there's six stinker teams there. Do they beat all of them? That's the question. Okay. Do they beat all all the stinkers? So first of all, I was wrong. You were right. Under one and a half, under five and a half is plus 120. So you were really close at, at plus 130. But here's what I'll say. The last time that Seattle won less than six games was 2009. That's when That was the one year that Mora was the head coach. Hasselbeck was the quarterback. The year after, Pete Carroll was the head coach with Hasselbeck, and they won seven games. Pete Carroll has never won less than seven games. I, I mean, despite having, looking at Hasselbeck, Browner, what's AV? What's this AV? Hasselbeck, Hasselbeck, approximate value. Okay, Hasselbeck, Hasselbeck, Jackson, and then Wilson. Um, yeah, I, I don't see it happening. The defense has gotten better each year. Uh, I, I just don't see it happening. Not better each year. I take that back. They were great for a long time, and then they were just okay. But are you, I guess, are you confident enough to take the minus 140? So yeah, I'm taking minus 140. If you bet a dollar 40, you're only making a dollar? Yep, I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm going to take the plus 120. Well, fine. I will say I'm not as confident in this as I was with the other bets. Okay, so we're going to agree to disagree by the Chargers, which is fine. I think it's healthy. That's what betting is, right? That's what it is. Let's move on. I want to be done with these team bets unless you have another team that you think is going to win a division or over under wins or whatever it is. But I'm ready to move on. To come back player of the year. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Travis Etienne. Oh, has... no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Start from, start from the favorite to the least favorite. Talk about the other two first. Okay. So McCaffrey was the favorite on both DraftKings and FanDuel. Plus 750 on DraftKings, plus 700 on FanDuel. Daniel Jones was the second favorite and almost as close. Plus 800 on DraftKings, plus 900 on FanDuel. Travis Etienne was a little bit farther down the list, but he stuck out to me at plus 1,600. And then Corey pointed out plus 3,000 on FanDuel. So if you bet $100 on Travis Etienne to be comeback player of the year on FanDuel, it'll pay $3,000. Is that right, Corey? That's correct. Go ahead. Take it over. Yeah, uh, I was trying to pull up the other ones real quick just so we could look at the list, see who they're competing with. Um, but McCaffrey's there. Um, I actually think Derrick Henry might have been the favorite on uh, FanDuel. Regardless, they're neck and neck. So, obviously, those are high-production guys. Uh, they're probably going to put up the stats to justify the award. But a guy like Travis Etienne, way you know, way down the list, I, I'm having trouble pulling. Oh, season awards. Here we go. Let's see who's, who he's competing with here. So you got Henry, Jameis Winston, Christian McCaffrey, Michael Thomas, and that's kind of your big four. Then you've got a couple, a few quarterbacks in there, Jones, Trubisky, Mariota, Mayfield's on here. Uh, there's some defensive players, J.K. Dobbins, Allen Robinson, Drew Locke, Juju Smith-Schuster, and then Travis Etienne. Um, you know, you want to talk, talk about a guy 
who has a, you know, a really good chance to put the McCaffrey and uh, Derrick Henry stats. It could be Travis Etienne. You know, he's got rapport with uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, we know he's an athlete and he's a super high pick. So they want to use him. Uh, the odds there are just really solid. I mean, hold on. Let's see what happens. If you place $1, That's you 30, 30. Yeah. If you place 10, you 10 bucks for Travis Etienne to be comeback player of the year wins you $300. Um, so that's one, you know, just based off the situation, there's not a bad one to throw out there. I thought Daniel Jones was interesting. I had you throw him on there. Um, on FanDuel, he's the number, he's the fifth highest favorite for comeback player of the year, which is really interesting because everybody thinks Daniel Jones is a turd. But he's shown flashes. Um you know, he's kind of do or die at this point. Yeah, I just, I guess, I don't I don't think Daniel Jones is a good bet, but it's interesting that FanDuel has him here this high um, above all these other guys. You know, he's, he's up there in the top five with Henry, Winston, McCaffrey, and Michael Thomas, which is crazy. So uh, we'll see what happens with Daniel Jones. Maybe he has a good year and shows up. What do you think? I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bet Daniel Jones. I, I, that's not my bet at all. He's in a position to fail. I, I just don't see a world uh, where Daniel Jones has as good a year as most of the other players on that list. And quite frankly, was Daniel Jones hurt? Was he just bad? He was just bad, wasn't he? Uh, oh, I can, I'll tell you. I, I think it's really, really hard to be the comeback player of the year if you're just bad for the year before. I mean, it's, I can't think of a time. We've hoped for it a couple of times but it just hasn't happened. Yeah, he played, he only played in 11 games, so he must okay. have missed the tail end of the season. Uh, was he benched? I don't know. No, no. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I don't remember, so I don't know. My my money would be on ETN because of the odds. And it was like you said, I'd throw 10 bucks on this bet, assuming I had $10 to lose, right? Like that's first and foremost, you have to have the money to lose to make these future bets because you have to wait 17, yeah. you got to wait 17 weeks to get your money back. Even if you just break even. So plan on losing the money. But at yeah. plus 3,000 on FanDuel, I'll put $10 down because I, I might put more than that for ETN. Because it does feel like for a guy who had a lot of promise coming into the league, wasn't able to play a, a, a snap. Now there's another question. Can you be the comeback player of the year if it's your first year in? Right, really? I mean, it is his first year in. I don't know. I feel like you can. I feel like if, if what I had my crazy hotshot bet of Jacksonville beating Tennessee in the division, if that comes true, it might very well be on the back of ETN. And, sure. if, and if that happens, then he becomes eligible for comeback player of the year. So yeah. I'll, I'll throw 10 or 20 bucks down to win 300 or $600. I mean, shit, $15 plays 450 I mean, it's just crazy. The odds are nuts on that. So I do like ETN. I also like McCaffrey because we know the talent is there. I'm a little bit, I'm starting to get tired of the offense in Carolina. But I, I, I think that my money's going to go on ETN. It's not going to be a huge bet, and it doesn't have to be because the odds are so good. And that's, sure. what, that's what I have to say about that. 
Yeah, it's value, right? That's yeah. that's kind of what we've been talking about. You know, a guy that if he is what we think he is, it could be Christian McCaffrey or Derrick Henry production-wise. He's sitting down there way down the list. Why not? Let's throw the money on it. And you're right about that caveat. Is he even eligible? I don't know. I, I don't know if he's eligible or not. I guess to come back, you would have had to been there, and he hasn't been there yet, but – if a guy misses a whole season because of an injury and then shows up and, you know, puts up offensive player of the year numbers, I don't see why he wouldn't be eligible. So, um, yeah, I like the ETN bet for sure. So we've got one more category on the list. Do you want to do one more? Do you want to do offensive player of the year? We can talk about it real quick. Yeah, we only wrote down two players, Cooper Cup and, and Jonathan Taylor, which Cooper Cup was offensive player of the year last year, wasn't he? That sounds right. Yeah, sounds yeah. right. He was the favorite this year at plus 800. Jonathan Taylor is the second favorite at plus 850. This is where the bets become, I hate to say this because I was just talking about, you know, these these other lines with comeback player of the year were similar, but this becomes a little bit chintzy to me. This is, feels like, it feels a lot like first touchdown scorer, you know. I, I feel like when you yeah. talk about offensive player of the year, there are so many players Every year somebody explodes. It's hard. It's hard for me to make a bet here. I don't think I will bet this line. So I guess I'll just ask you, do you think it's one of these two or do you think it's the field? First of all. Well, I mean, statistically it's going to be the field, right? None of these guys, neither of these two guys are surefire favorite. They just happen to be at the top of the list and at plus 800, you know, Vegas or whoever the sports book is saying, yeah, at plus 800, you're, it's, you're probably not going to be the offensive player of the year, but it's got to be somebody, right? That's so it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You said it for me. That's the best way of saying that. Yeah. It's probably not going to be this guy, but it's got to be somebody. And this guy's maybe the most likely to do it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's an interesting group. Vandal's a little bit different. Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor's a favorite, but he's at plus 900. So Vandal's saying, He's even less likely to be offensive player of the year. Um, I mean, there's big names here. Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel's in there, Nick Chubb, Pat Mahomes. You know, By the if, way, Debo Samuel will not, under any circumstances, be offensive player of the year. And if you bet that, you are flushing your money down the toilet. So do not bet Debo Samuel for offensive player of the year. I beg you. That's all. Anyway. I don't agree with that, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a big pool, right? You stay away from it. Um, I think these two guys are pretty interesting. That's why they're on the list. Can Cooper Cup repeat? Can Jonathan Taylor, you know, he's probably going to be a lot, the number one pick a lot of fantasy drafts. So you expect him to have an offensive player of the year type season. So can they hold up? You know, Derrick Henry's here too. And we just, we were just talking about him as comeback player of the year. So maybe Derrick Henry's a bet for comeback player of the year. I don't know. It's a wild, um, this, this year you're getting a little risky. Uh, it's a long shot, but it's one of those where if you hit, you know, good for you. Like for example, way down the list, uh, I see Russell Wilson at plus 3,500, you know, why not Matt, Matt Stafford? Why not? Um, you know, I, if I were going to do this, you know, find somebody you're confident in, maybe look a little further down the list. Cause ultimately the guy you pick is probably not going to be the one, but like I said, it's gotta be somebody. So you might as well, you know, if you're feeling it, go ahead and pick them. There you go. Do you have anything that you're sure of? I am supremely confident 
the Chargers are going to win the division. Do you have anything? Are you as confident of any bet as I am of that? If I'm going to place one bet, where'd they go? Division winners. If I'm going to place one bet, it's going to be, it's going to be the Eagles. And I don't, Eagles to win their division. And I don't feel overly confident about it, but I think it's good value. And then I'm going to go ahead and parlay it with, where'd they go? Uh, my Buccaneers. And if I was feeling real frisky, I you could even throw in the Packers to win their division and the Bills. And if you were to, if you went that deep into it, which I might, you can get plus 888 odds. Wow. Uh, so 100, 100 bucks wins you plus 888. And that's for Philadelphia, the Buccaneers, the Packers, and the Bills to win their division. Wow. Um, so if, if I were going to place one bet, it would be the Eagles and combo with one of those other three teams. Well, there you go. Corey, you got anything else? That is it for me, sir. There you have it. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three. Three.